Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Shreyas. And let's talk sports. Sports? Amateur Hour! Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Amateur Hour, episode 25 today for you folks. We have another spicy episode. I know that we've been saying that we're spicy like every single week, but we are on a roll. We really are. We're doing we're doing great. If Our- Not to pat ourselves on the back, but we're doing great. No, not, I, you know, you can't do that. Not to say <laughs> that we're phenomenal, that we're podcast geniuses or anything like that. I wouldn't, I I mean, wouldn't say that. I mean, we could say it. I mean, we could, but well, we're straight. We're not going to say that, you know? We're oh, just no, hear no, it. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's not, let's not say it. I wouldn't say that we might be top five in the game right now. I wouldn't say it. But we could say it. It could. It could have been said about us. <laughs> you never know. There's an article out there somewhere. <laughs> the, dark, the darkest of webs, says that amateur. <laughs> the best podcast of all time. So I found these two schmoes that think they understand sports. <laughs> But what do they really know? They're just amateurs. <laughs> exactly. That's the whole concept. Exactly. And I think we've built ourselves a safety net because if we have a terrible take, right, we just say, well, we don't know. We're amateurs. We're amateurs. We have no idea. Oh, it's the best fallback plan of all time. So we've <laughs> we are addicted to finesse. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to jump right in. We're going to get the positive vibes going this week. With the weekly highs. The weekly highs. My sports weekly high, and we're going to be talking a little bit about this later this episode, but my sports weekly high is that the NBA playoffs, at least the conference semifinals and the conference finals, are not disappointing. They are not disappointing. I am thrilled. And I know, Shrey, you had a little bit of a problem with the first round. You said the storylines aren't what I'm looking for. The action is not what I'm looking for. You know, there's a lot of sweeps. There's a lot of 4-1s. There's not a lot of drama down the stretch besides Mavs Clippers. The matchups weren't as, like, good, I guess. They They weren't great, some of them. Right, right. But the conference semifinals and conference finals, Shrey, my God. Yeah, they've they've far surpassed what I thought coming into the playoffs. Geez, some of these some of these games, some of the not just the matchups, but the games that these players are having to kind of put their teams on their back. Insane. In, in tough spots too. Yeah. Ex- yep. Exceptional. Some some of these matchups. We'll talk more about some of the actual specifics, but th- there's some really great players playing top notch basketball right now. Abs- absolutely. And if you are not watching, you still have chances to watch. Um, so, so turn on your television sets, turn on your ham radios, <laughs> listen to something, listen to us talk. You don't want to miss these playoffs. All right. So I'm going to get into my uh, personal low real quick. And that is that I am recovering. I am, uh, I am recovering from an injury. So that is good. So I compressed a disc in my back and this is something oh, wow. I slipped a disc two years ago and that sucked. That really sucked. Like, how you far can't down move. is the disc? Is it lower back? Is it upper? Uh, it's lumbar. It's it's somewhere it's in the lumbar, lumbar. Oh, so it's low. Yeah, yeah. Right, in the, um, right in the bottom. You can't bend over. You you walk kind of funny. You can't like twist and turn. You are kind of like just oh. like straight. Yeah. So the compressed disc was not as bad as that. Yeah. But I was definitely hurting for a couple of days, and now, you know, it actually and it started too. It started when I sat down. I was literally sitting down. So I had gone to the gym 
you know, a couple times that week and I had gone to the gym earlier that evening uh -huh. and I was just at home probably three or four hours after the gym having stretched and everything. And I'm sitting in my chair and my back just like crumples, folds, and then searing pain up my like entire spine. Oh, and I fall no. there. And then after that, I'm like, oh no, like I can't move right, right? So I twist my yeah. back and there's just, again, shooting pain. Yeah. So that's how I was for the past week or so. And now I'm finally starting to get better. Uh, I saw my chiropractor, Raj, shout out Raj again. You get two <laughs> shout outs on the show so far. <laughs> no, but Raj really working miracles. He does an awesome job. And if you have a chiropractor, Oh my God. They're literally saving lives. It's insane. Trace, have you ever been to one? I don't think I've, no, I've never been to a chiropractor. I've definitely been to physical therapy. Yes. But that was for some hip issues that I had. And, um, it was after uh, a leg surgery that I had, it was a non-invasive leg surgery, but it, I yeah. needed to like, you know, get off crutches and stuff. So, um, didn't have, didn't have a chiropractor. I I've seen chiropractor videos and just like, like how they like oh, get yeah. the angles and stuff. And then they're mm -hmm. like, it's almost like they're like putting a puzzle into place and then they like snap. They like snap the, pu snap the piece, right? In. And it's like, it's like, they, they, it's like, they just keep kind of moving it, moving it, moving it. Boom. Like when you're least expect it. And I'm like, dang, that worked. And you, yeah. they wake up and they like, it's like the, um, the things outside of car dealerships, the little wacky, waveable, the inflatable wacky, two men. Means, yeah. Yeah. You get like a little jelly, jelly back going. <laughs> no, but so many times though, Shrey, like I literally got in, I'm like, I don't know what's wrong, but something is wrong. And then you come out and you're like, oh yeah, your hip was an inch off the other one. Like there's yeah. an inch of difference. Oh, and you do feel like a new person after that. So shout out to, That's great. Glad to see chiropractic you're care. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then my personal high is that I am on the recovery come up. It's just not fun to be injured ever. And Maybe it makes you, you feel to, bad. You know, Kevin Durant's free on Twitter. Maybe you need to tweet at him. He's, uh, you can talk he's, about rehab. Yeah, I think so. You know, he's really, yeah, he has a couple. He likes to get into hours. the Twitter. You say anything about him, anybody says anything about him. This guy, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, Scott. Mr. Mr. Pip. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pip. Yeah, for those who don't know, Scotty Pippen of the 1990s Bulls with Michael Jordan several time world champion and number two got into Twitter beef with Kevin Durant. It, yeah, it started, it started with a GQ article. They interviewed him and he talked about how LeBron wouldn't have done the same thing that K did. KD did. He wouldn't have been fatigued and he wouldn't have been, uh, he would have, he would have figured out the right play in that moment that KD airballed the last shot on uh, game seven. So he was. He said that in an interview. They posted it on the GQ article. KD got word of it, as KD always somehow finds. Oh, a way. he does. He's got ears everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. he he found a way to to get his ears on those words, and he tweeted. <laughs> he tweeted, "Oh, isn't this the same Scottie Pippen that got you know mad when Phil Jackson called a play for not him and." He's ref uh, he, and and then he sat on the bench during a playoff game and you know at the end of a game and uh -huh. so the, he's referring to Phil Jackson called a play for Tony Kukoc. This is when Jordan wasn't there, and it was like it was a play that Tony Kukoc ended up hitting the game winner, and Scottie Pippen was on the bench because he was pissed that the play wasn't for him, and wow. Katie, Katie brought it up. <laughs> Katie brought that up and then he also he brought up something else too but he was being he was being super he did. petty yeah he talked about he said he said this guy scott has to enjoy his summer so much 
that he gets surgery doing during the basketball season. Right, right, right. Wow. That was not and, fired. And that was that was that was when he was uh, pissed off about his contract situation. So he got yeah. surgery during the season because he was pissed off that the Bulls didn't give him an extension before that, and his contract yep. was crappy before that. Yeah, he yep. did do that. He I mean he Katie's spitting facts, but. Yeah, you gotta you gotta love Twitter, right? Because it always makes things way worse than it sounds. You know, I honestly was surprised that KD didn't go for the low hanging fruit in Scottie Pippen's wife. Uh, there is some some drama. There is some drama. There is some piping hot tea with her over the past couple months. Um, so good on KD for you know being a man and just going after Scottie Pippen's game. <laughs> just his game. <laughs> Just his game. All right. So now that we're talking about beef and we're talking about bad things, Shreyas, do you want to bring us to the lows? <laughs> the lows. Yeah, let's down the vibes. Yeah. Well, not necessarily down the vibes. This is no, down my... the vibes. Oh. Flash okay. them down well, the toilet. <laughs> these these are my vibes that have been down because this is a, a kind of a gripe I have with, I guess, products. A certain okay. product. And it's lawn it's like lawn care or yard care bagged items so like specifically like bagged lime yeah so specifically like mulch and mm. fertilizer and soils and like all that stuff that's like specifically in a bag and this may be just because i you know never have a track of how much i need to get but it's always wrong it's i, I always get a certain amount of bags i'm like oh that'll you know we i just mulched out in the lawn with my mom and I was like, all right, we got like five, six bags. I was like, this should be enough. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be perfect. We've done this before with six bags or so. We go like three bags in and, and now we're thinking, yeah, this is probably not going to be enough. And I'm like, <laughs> if, only, if only I had known like four <laughs> days ago when I brought the bags. And now I'm like, all right, we're already doing this work. Why? I'm going to have to take the car out and drive in time so that my mom doesn't have to go back in and we don't have to like stop everything we're doing. We're like, cause we're in a flow. We're like putting everything out. And then now I'm driving, I'm hustling all the way to like Walmart or, you know, Lowe's or whatever. And I'm hustling my ass out there and I'm like, Oh man, how many do I need now? I don't want to be in the same situation where it's not enough. So I don't want to get just two more. Cause it would have two is not enough. So I ended up getting, yeah. I ended up getting five more. Cause I was like, you know what? We'll, we'll just use everything. Right. Like might as well like layer rather than get, less and then not have it be enough again and i'm you like just went for you went for the home run oh and now i'm like you didn't even <laughs> yeah now i'm like how oh, many now... should i get well five <laughs> i feel like yeah i feel like i'm at the mulch bar i'm like 11 bags in and now i'm tired and <laughs> i don't want to talk to anybody i just want to go home <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so lawn care i feel like lawn care i just i can never get it right the first time you're it's really like, having a you're really having a tough time. Sorry to hear yeah. that, Trey. Nah, it's a it's a personal gripe. <laughs> it's a, no, I feel like no, you know, I feel like no one else has this issue, but I'm such a <laughs> lawn yard care novice that I'm like, oh my god, why can't everything just be the right size? Oh, no, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, Trey. Let me tell you. Listen, if you don't have a power mower, <laughs> all right. If you don't have a power mower. You're doing it all wrong. All right. That's the first thing you got to get. It's a power mower. There's no more walking. All right. This isn't 2006. You got to get a power. All right. And make sure you get 11 bags of mulch off the off the jump. 11 bags. You got to understand. All right. All right. We're all been there. It's a rookie mistake. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I'm chewing on. I'm, I'm sucking on something. <laughs> Grass, artificial turf in your mouth. <laughs> you know, you got to really understand your lawn. I do this to uh, 
Test the acidity. Test you know? Oh, yeah. That's good. That's, that's very that's, good. That's some good soil. <laughs> oh, that's fertile. Oh, yeah. All right, Trey, what about your sports uh, low? So let's, so low. This, is a, this is a report, I think, that came out yesterday or today. So the, early this morning, and it was that we're in the semifinals for the College World Series, which I haven't really been keeping up too hard, but I've seen a couple moments and stuff, and I've been keeping up with some of the stories. And one one side of the bracket, which was NC State versus Vanderbilt, so the winner of that is going to face Texas and Mississippi State, that winner. And, you know, they're right at the end. They're, they, uh, Vanderbilt forced a elimination game, but it was because NC State had some COVID issues and they had a depleted roster. And in the last game, they only had 12 or 13 available players. And it was nine positional players, four pitchers. That was all they had. Oh wow! And today it was posted that the NCAA had said that NC State is cannot play their final game. They don't have enough players, and they're not allowed to play. So Vanderbilt got a freebie game and is now going to the championship, so the college World Series final because wow. NC State didn't have enough, and you know they got coveted out. So that's a that's a little bit of a down bad situation, you know. NC State got got this far, and it looked like they were a good story from what I'm hearing. And COVID at the last second took out their chances to go to the College World Series. And I feel I feel bad for for you know for all the kids that got that got gypped of a chance to play in the College World Series. Oh uh, yeah, you know some things that are out out of their that control. So stinks. Yeah. Wow, that stinks. Definitely difficult, definitely difficult. But Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt now going to the finals, you know, they get extra rest. They have two stud pitchers who are going to be top prospect, top picks in this year's MLB draft, Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. They're they're like a one-two punch that, you know, that hasn't been seen in a long time in college baseball. And now they get some rest and they're ready to, they're going to be ready to go for, for that, you know, final series. So that's nice. kind of crazy. Definitely, definitely NC State, you know, that's the sports low of the week. Nice. All right. Well, on the vein of baseball this week, right? So you remember two episodes ago, mm-hmm. a sticky situation. Me and Shreyas talked about how the MLB is finally going to start cracking down on spider tack, on sunscreen, and basically go after all of the pitchers that have been cheating for the past who knows how long, and that the uh, that the crackdown was going to start this past Monday, so we are already a week into it. So Shreyas has found some incredible comments, which I also saw some too, so we want to discuss this. We saw some incredible comments by the pitchers who are very upset that they can't cheat anymore. Shrey. Yeah, so it started before, <laughs> it started before the actual crackdown of sticky stuff when MLB, you know, sent out the memo that said, Hey, we're going to start cracking but down. They're going to be cracking down yep, on sticky start- stuff. And that was Thursday. That was, that was a Thursday. That was a Monday of this last, last week or this week. It was, it started on a Monday. The, so yeah, so it was, it was uh two weeks ago. Monday is when it is when the, is when the report first came out or 
is when when, the, when they said they were going to and then the right, monday right. after is when they right. started correct so it started before that tyler glass now is the first one he had just gotten injured um the week before uh he has a torn partially torn ucl and a flexor tendon strain it's put him out he's got put on the injury list it's going to put him out for at least until the playoffs if not longer and that's a huge blow because he's the stud pitcher for the Tampa bay race he's the Braves are known for having really good pitching and they've had really good pitching all year. And he's what kind of keeps that engine going because they don't really have many studs on the offensive end. They have really good players. They have players that are having good seasons as they have not, not a stud player that you can really, you can really point to, but they do on the, the pitching side. So he was complaining, long story short, he was complaining that not being able to use some of the stuff like sunscreen, which he said he used was you know basically doomed him and to having this you know inflammation into the tear into the strain the strain that he's gonna get hurt because he's not gonna be able to use sunscreen right so no he said that that's why he got hurt is because he had to change his grip and he had to change which potentially factor capture do you buy that because i I, I don't know. I like I understand like that sucks to get an injury, but when you got an injury through the means of cheating. Right. That's the that's the point I want to make. Yes. Like I, I'm I'm sorry. Like, yeah, that sucks. Again, it sucks that you hurt. Like, like, like no, like really. And I'm not going to downplay that. I'm not right, going to be an right. asshole like that. And right. any injury in any sports, whether you're in, in middle school or a professional athlete, it sucks. Right. It's not fun and nobody wants it to happen. But to say that because what I was forced to cheat. <laughs> right <laughs> because right. the whole league was cheating and so i had to cheat too right. that got me hurt like no and th- and then he said because i saw this this was one of the ones that, that stuck out to me yeah. he said now that we have to go back to undoing this i'm i could get hurt again right and that's saying, a little crazy yeah so that's the big that's the big thing is is i guess pitchers are trying to act like the victim right because they get caught when really for a long time, this was never really policed. It was definitely, there was rules about it. You couldn't do it. It was in the rule book, but it was never policed in that like suspensions weren't really handed out. You know, they had, you know, there was like a rapport with umpires and, and the league and uh, pitchers because at the time, you know, offense and like pitching wasn't really a, a huge factor in cheating. But now that pitching has become so dominant, Right, we've seen seven no hitters all throughout the yeah, year. Eight, right. if you count, if you count uh, Madison Bumgarner's seven inning. If you, we've seen so much, if we've seen such a dominant pitching across the league, you know, at a time there's uh, a league wide two two thirty six average for for hitters, which is insane. The lowest it's been in over fifty years. It's it's gotten to a point where you have to now crack down and the pitchers have gotten away with, you know, using substances for so long. Because that was straight. Wait, sorry. Let me stop you. But you said there, there was seven or eight no hitters. And again, as somebody who doesn't watch baseball. Right. Frequently or at all. Right. (laughs) That's a lot, right? It's, it's, it's a lot, especially we're only in June. Like for a season, that's a, that's a lot. Like we usually see. That would be a lot if we were ending the season. Right. 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 So we're already, we're already in June. It would definitely be it would definitely be a little less because it would be spread out if it was the whole season. But it's right. still like if you think like seven, 
Like that's seven pitchers that didn't allow a hit for a full game that stayed throughout the game. And that's, that's a big thing because pitchers nowadays, especially with analytics and stuff, they don't stay full games. Like there, like there's something right, where it's like, yeah, there will, the, the manager takes them out like after six innings because, right. you know, they're at this pitch count or, oh, we got to, you know, righty on lefty. So we got to take, you know, we got to take this guy out and put this guy, new guy in. So there's usually some analytic thing to it. They don't stay out that long, but for a pitcher to be that dominant, right. That it doesn't matter the matchup. It doesn't matter the pitches. We're going to let him pitch through it because he's just, you know, getting everybody out. That's a lot, seven or eight, especially at this time. So. For someone to say that, okay, we've done, we've had this way, this path for so long, and now we're now you've taken it away from us, even though we we, we know it is wrong, but now we are like, oh my god, that's the only way you know how to pitch. It's almost like you've been brainwashed. It's like this, you feel like this is the only way I know how to pitch, because you've done it for so long. It's become like your second nature, but then when you're you're forced to go back, to you know, cold turkey, right? Then you get mad because you're not able to do this. But it's cheating. Right. It's but cheating. It's che- it, it is. It, 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 you got to like, say I don't care how you slice cheating. it. And so that's why I don't like, yes, you're going to have to go back. Like the league said, hey, you guys can't do it. I know, you know, you guys had your little low incestuous thing where everybody was doing it. <laughs> you can't do it anymore. Like you have to be like, I'm sorry, dude. Then them's is the breaks. And you know what I mean? Yes. And <laughs> I don't know if you found this funny too. It's, it's just how I can, I, I know it's definitely like, oh man, like if I'm not able to do the things I'm able to do, then people are going to look at me differently and, you know, it's going to, you know, hurt my reputation and stuff. But to see how down <laughs> <He's> bad, bad. <laughs> to see how down bad these pitchers are <laughs> is, pr- is pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Like, who's Garrett your guy? Cole, who's your guy? Who's Garrett your, um, or say where you're gonna. No, say the number one guy, the number one guy that you were talking about. He, he for the Dodgers. Oh, Trevor Bauer, yeah. Trevor Bauer. He like took something out and he like stuck a baseball to his hand. He's like, is this gonna pass regulation? Right. <laughs> is this sticky enough? <laughs> right. The media laughs. But like, even after all this crackdown, right? Like, like you look at Garrett Richards for the Red Sox, you look at Garrett Cole. I wanna I wanna read this comment from Garrett Richards. <laughs> about you know he's like you know if you watch baseball across the league you're gonna be you're gonna see some interesting things be prepared for four hour long games and some interesting things i don't know i'm just grateful that i got this far into my career before we're at this point it's almost like 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 he wants people to think that oh man like because there's no sticky stuff now we're gonna have to you know, watch four hour games and it's going to hurt the fan experience. Um, uh, hello, hello. Do you, do you know what the league wide average for? An MLB yeah. What is it? Yeah. How it's, long it's, is it? It's, it's at least, you know, uh, it's over. Well, it's definitely close to four hours already. Oh my God. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I just can't, I cannot condone the fact that you can't get your game shorter than four hours. The average is four hours. Right. What was it? They, they just had the longest game of the season. It was like 17, 15 innings. Yes. And that's, that's, that's been difficult throughout. Five and a half hours. That's yeah, ins- I, that is insane to me. The innings have not been an issue this year because of the rule of the man on second during extra innings. But yeah, but if you have a nine inning game and it's going four hours, 15, 
Like, that's insane. And obviously, part of it is because these pitches are pitching so badly now that, you know, everything's been cracked down. But it's also, like, the pitches did it on themselves. Like, we're not going to, like, the MLB saying, you know, you've got away with it for so long. We're going to have to go, you're going to have to go cold turkey until we figure out a, a, me, a median, like, level, like, level ground. Where it's like, all right, where it's, it's only half cheating, right? Where it, you where are allowed can, to do watered down sunscreen, so you can well, kind of spin it. Well, yes. So it's but it's in the if it's in the rules, it's not cheating, right? So the MLB has to come up with a thing where it's like, all right, it's Tell true me. that the pitchers kind of suck without this, and it's true that these games are taking too long, but we don't want to actually go like find the problem of why the game is going too long and implement that we want to focus on you know how can we change the ball and how can we that's what they've been doing right they've deadened the ball they've lightened the ball they've put they've allowed this substance they've not allowed this substance they've said the bats can have this on it but the bats cannot have this like they haven't done enough to like change the actual game but they've done right. enough to, to to piss both sides the hitters and the batters <laughs> the hitters and the pitchers off throughout this whole process by like changing the whole like mechanics of everything so it's it's kind of insane that's a different story but they're gonna have to find a middle ground is what i'm saying but for now like you did this on yourself pitches like you kept using this you know it was rampant around your league and people condoned it and they said use it because if you're not using it you're not going to do well in this league and you're going to be out of here like and the pitcher said, I want to play pitch well because it gets me a better contract, right? Like, it's it's that steroids type of reasoning that we were talking about before. And it's 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 up to it's up to them to start pitching well. We're gonna see who's the real pitchers and who's you know who's not. It's that's really it. Uh I don't know. I just I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for them if you're cheating and now they're like, you have to uncheat. Like that's the same <laughs> thing. It's like you take steroids, you get huge, and then the people are like you can't use steroids. So you can either Go lift weights or do something else. Go work at Home Depot. Right. <laughs> or That's... you cannot do steroids and do here. Like, if you knew it wasn't right in the first place, unless they write it in and they say, yeah, you can use, like, half sunscreen. You use sunscreen on two fingers. Do you know what I mean? But if you're if you're whining after every game that you play bad, right, saying that the reason I'm pitching bad is because – I can't cheat. I can't cheat, right? And you're not, like, saying it. Like the delusion that is going on throughout pitchers nowadays is is kind of insane. Like Garrett Richards, after one of these bad losses, said or one of his bad his bad inning uh, outings, said, "Oh, I guess I'm gonna have to learn another pitch, or maybe I'll have to get a curveball or something." Like, um, hello, maybe you should have thought that, that when you job? got into the league. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you should have worked on your craft and not <laughs> specified that you didn't know how to pitch before this. Like it's kind of insane, Max. Like what we're talking about. That's so. That is. It is. It is insane to me. And again, these guys are getting really upset. Yeah, especially for Garrett. Rich, especially for Garrett Richards, who got ten million dollars because he could spin the hell out of the ball, right? He got he his spin rate was so good. Supposed probably because of all the sticky stuff he was using that he got a ten million dollar contract, which is the highest contract that Heim Bloom has paid for a pitcher ever, and he paid it. For him, paid it to him for this team, and now he's taken. They've taken away his elixir, his you know. They've taken away one ring off of Thanos, and now he can't pitch well. Like what? Are we, what else are we supposed to think? 
and and ye- I don't feel I don't feel bad. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like like that's your that's your bad. job. Oh, what do I have to do? Learn a new pitch? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you eighty two years old? Like no, there is yes. You're in the league to like learn, right? Ben like, even dudes past their prime can still learn. Like it's, yeah. like it's like Ben Simmons asking, "What am I supposed to learn? Shoot? Do I? I have to learn how to shoot?" Oh well, let's talk about Trey. You want to talk about Ben Simmons? Let's talk, let's talk about, about Ben Simmons. Let's talk about so there's a perfect transition. My God, we're going right into our next topic, and that is we're going to start with our little playoff talk with uh, a little section called Ghost Stories, and the ghost stories Ooh. are going to spooky. <laughs> These ghost stories are going to entail tales of people who just did not show up in the playoffs. Get Whether your, fla- it was for get your flashlight series. out. Get your flashlight out. Grab somebody's hand because it's spooky in here. Whether it was for a single game or whether it was for a whole series, there's three names in my book that come to mind when we're talking about people just disappearing when you need them most. Mm. Okay, the first, and we'll talk about them in this order. The first is Ben Simmons. Yeah. Wow. We'll talk about it in a sec. The second is Paul George. Mm. Game two, on the line, you have two free throws to put it away, and you just, Reggie Miller, choke. (laughs) You can't make two free throws. I mean, again, this is a guy who shoots 84% free throw on the season, and, like, never – he's one of those guys where, like, if he misses one, he's just missing one. Mm -hmm. Like, it'll happen. It's only 84%, but he is a knockdown three-point shooter. Right. And the third person I want to talk about is none other than Boy Wonder Joe Harris, who for the Nets Bucks series, abysmal. This is the highest three point shooter by percentage in the league. Mm. Like, what? All right. So, Trey, Trey, give me your thoughts on Ben Simmons first. Yeah. This is, we're getting to the cusp of the Ben Simmons era in Philadelphia. And it's, you think so? I think it's it's well it's getting it's, so. well it's get it's getting it's getting close at least, and it's it's not for a lack of he's not trying or it's like he, oh are you is, sure about that? Are you sure? No, no. Well, well okay, I, I've worded it wrong. I meant it's not for it's not for for Ben Simmons. It's not that we haven't already seen him not shoot and things like. What am I trying to say? Well, 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 okay. Just I'm just going to piggyback on your point, and it's totally fine because I don't think that he's trying. Right? Again, here you go. You have an athlete who is in the NBA, and it's kind of he's like, well, what do you want me to do? Just kind of like your pitcher. He's like, what do you want me to do? Learn how to shoot? Yes. Yes, it's your job. And if I, if my uncoordinated goofy ass can kind of learn how to shoot the three ball, right? You can do it too, buddy. You have the best trainers in the world. You literally just get like, you have so much time. You can use a facility whenever you want. You know, like how, after all these years, have you not developed a jumper? So, well, I'm okay. So so this is what I'm, this is what, well, this is what I think. And I totally agree with you. He doesn't, he always says the right things after, you know, a bad game when he doesn't shoot or he doesn't shoot well. He's always saying, I know I I pulled up a, a clip of him talking after, the 2018 series versus the Celtics, the one that they got uh, smoked. I think Swept? it was. No, I think it was the 4 1 series. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was Rogier's, the 2018 Eastern Conference semis, I think. Yeah. Yep, and yep. he did not shoot well in that series. He did not. He, I think Embiid was out and he did not. Or no, it was him and Embiid. He didn't play well. Like he scored, but he didn't shoot as much. And they had a bad series and they were talking about. 
you know, Ben, like, you know, like, what are you going to have to work on? He was like, yeah, I got to get, be a better shooter. And that was 2018. Right. And he's now we're the in, same thing after this playoffs. We're time. in 2021 and he's kind of in that same mode of, yeah, I got, you know, I got to get back in the lab. And, and it's gotten to a point where I'm thinking, okay, he keeps saying the right things, but when we look at him, nothing is really changing. Either there's a disconnect, he's not working with the right people, he's not practicing the right stuff, but that seems like a an an ethic issue. It seems like a work that work ethic issue. Where I'm like, he can't, I agree. He, can't be, he can't be this bad year after year after year. Even gameplay, right, should help you figure out how to shoot. Like you're you should shoot enough during the game that maybe it'll help you. But there's been no throughout the season, no increase or betterment of shooting there's been no off-season real like you haven't come out of an off-season thinking oh yeah ben, ben simmons is work on that jump shot and people make fun of it right remember when he you know hits a three in like the preseason they're like oh my god ben he, simmons he's back he's, he's in it yeah right but uh, on your point about like it's got to be that he just didn't do the work you look at markel fault Mm-hmm. was Cloud also, you know, drafted by Philly, right? Mm-hmm. They, they brought him in. They're like, oh, he's going to be a great point guard. Something was wrong with his shoulder. So it's a, it's probably a physical impairment in a way. He can still, and he did develop a jump shot. Is he the right. best shooter right now? No. But no. if the ball gets kicked, right, if he's not handling it, and the ball gets kicked to him and he's open for the three, you better believe he's going to shoot it. And you better believe that a lot of the time it's going to go in. Right. So for Ben Simmons, everybody gives him the LeBron comparisons because of his build, because right. of his athleticism, because of his ability to bully people and get to the, the rim in the right. paint. You, you, you have to throw all those out the window because LeBron can shoot. And did he even do that? The series? He, he I mean, you can't do that when you're scoring four points a game and you're shooting three shots total in the fourth quarter for the series. He shot he made three shots, but he only shot three times in the fourth, in the fourth quarter, quarter out of seven games. Series. Seven games. That boggles my mind. Zero shots in the fourth quarter in the last four games of the series, which is insane. Unbe- unbelievable, including that one play. And it's the play that everyone's going to go back to for years and years. Oh, my God. That. It's when yeah. he's it's him and it's Trey Young. And he, he has a wide open dunk and he passes it up to Matisse Thibault, Matisse Thibault. who gets yeah. fouled and misses a free throw. So it's like. You could have had the and one, or you could have two. You could have had two easy points, but he was so scared of shooting the ball and you know getting either getting clowned. He got in way in his own head that he didn't even take an open dunk from two feet. That's his. That's his normal shot. Or even, that's, his that's his bread. And, that's his bread and butter. He can do it. But even not even. All right, say say he got a little worried about like the 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 John Con, John Collins who was closing out. Right. You still have a layup. You still have a layup on that right. whole right side of the glass. You're he's directly six, underneath it. You're six, right? You're six, six ten. Six uh, ten, yeah. Six ten, two forty, and that's what a reporter. I love this reporter, whoever you are. He called him out. He's like, he's like, why'd you pass it? He's like, well, uh, you know, I saw my teammate, and I thought right. that I could get it to him. The guy, the reporter, literally said, he said, yeah, <laughs> you're six ten, two forty. That's a dunk <laughs> for you. And Ben Simmons was kind of like, yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. You have so to do gonna- that. They're gonna the Phillies gonna have to figure out what to do with them. I know they've already started talking to him, and he's a clutch sports guy. And I don't think you want to, you know, go get on the, the Lakers. They don't. Ba, ba, they don't want to get on the bad side of a clutch sports guy, right? Because of all the the big talent that they have, they don't want to get on the angry side of, of of Ben Simmons. But they're gonna have to figure out what to do with them because if this guy can't, it goes another season, 
being scared to shoot 15 footers, like being scared to shoot basically above 10 feet. Right. And basically the restricted area. Yeah. He can't, he can't be the second best player on the team. On any team. On any team. Right. Like you think of, you think of 08 to 010 Rondo, right. When the Celtics were playing really well, he's the fourth best player on the team. He didn't have, he didn't, he wasn't a great shooter at that time, but he was the fourth best player on the team and it worked well because he was passive at, as the fourth best player. And that was great. Let me for tell them. you. Yeah. And let me tell you the Rondo still would shoot the three if he had it. Exactly. Right? And that's something and, he's even gotten better at over his years. Like you, like if you look at the Clippers series, especially the last couple of yes. years and Oh, he kept him in that game. He almost, right. he's, yeah. he's hitting threes from the corner. He's hitting, you know, straightaway threes. He's figured out something. Yep. And he's not like a massive liability in the free throw line that he was way before too. He's hitting his free throws at 60, 70%. Like that's what you need. To shoot, 33, you, yeah. to shoot 33% and basically be the worst free throw shooter for a playoff run in NBA history with a minimum of 70 attempts <laughs> is a stat that I saw. He shot he, under. He, he did shot, it. He got the record. Ben Simmons got the record. For a minimum of 70 free throw attempts, he had the worst free throw shooting percentage in NBA history for a pl- one single playoff run. Like that's like, that's mental. That's all mental because he has all the skills to shoot. There is something 33? wrong with the kid's head percent yeah Trias, i'm sorry but they're called free throws for a reason and whenever i would go to like you know whenever i go to any basketball game the biggest thing for me is just make your free throws make your free right? throws and we talked you're about gonna this gonna podcast fouled. too yeah we've talked about this on podcasts you have to make your free throws i don't care if you're a guard i don't care if you're a big make your free throws because you're going to get sent to the line and you need to make them pay so unless you want to get literally whacked in the face or exposed like right. ben simmons did he got exposed. They like if they if they didn't have the right possession, foul Ben Simmons. He's going to yeah. go to the line. And he's going to get one out of three. That is abhorrent. That is so bad. And speaking I, of free throws, let, do you want to move on to Paul George? Because that was Paul George. Yeah. That oh, was an interesting whoa, 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 before we do, before we yeah. do, I just want to say. So you think that Ben Simmons is gone? I think that I'll, I'll give him a year. If he's not good at the end of the year, they're trading you his think- ass out. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say too is I, I went on tough too because that contract sucks. That contract is awful for what, it's a big, what he looks like right now. Yeah, no, for sure. You need a guy who can shoot. And I went on the Philadelphia 76ers subreddit, and they are just man, these guys are brutal. There is no mercy, no love for Ben Simmons. There is no mercy, no love for Doc Rivers. And it's mm. every year. They always find people who they want to blame, you know, and then they just go, they go for the throat. Yeah, Phil, well, Philadelphia is a very cut. Is Philadelphia is like Boston with their sports? Like if if you're playing well and you disappoint, they will they will clean Let you. you. They'll, they'll yep. clean you. They'll ring you a new one. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's the same way with the the Eagles. Like the Eagles fans, the Sixers. It's yeah, they're they're cutthroat down there. So. How quickly did they turn on Nelson Aguilar? They're like this guy stinks. <sighs> and how quickly are they going to turn on Ben Simmons now? Watch watch oh no it's already it's already it's already happening they're like right. ben needs to go oh but i do want to say there's a couple people within that subreddit and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna blanket statement i'm not gonna say it's a whole subreddit but there's a couple people who you might want to um go for a walk you just need to clear your head because some of the takes that i saw some of the trade ideas they think that ben simmons in a second round pick and i think shake Milton is going to bring Damian Lillard to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was, if, if literally all 
<laughs> if literally all the Blazers wanted was to match the money, that'd be a phenomenal trade. <laughs> but no, that's not going to be. Of a course, good the Blazers, the Blade, you know, the Portland Trail Blazers are in the business of trading away their their generational talents. So mm. I think they'll take it. <laughs> the Lakers will too. The Lakers will give up. I think it was like Caruso, Tht, and like two other players for like Ben Simmons. They'll. I mean. I don't think it's going to get that bad, but that's funny. I mean, honestly, I respect Philadelphia fans for it because they get as pissed off as we do about the Celtics. And like, I can't, I can't, you know, make, create a double standard. What are you talking about, Shrey? We're calm. calm, I'm so, I'm so serene when I watch Semi Ojale shoot. Are you okay? Oh God. Don't say his name. (laughs) I can't. We're talking about Paul George. Go, go. Next (laughs) section. We're on to Paul George. Talking about Paul George. So, at the end of game two of the Suns Club, I can't, Shrey, I can't. I feel my blood pressure starting to rise. I can't talk about him. No, I can't. I want to be a stronger, better man, but I can't. All right, quick, so Paul George, George at the end of game two, PG-13. So the last 90 seconds of game time mm-hmm. in game two for the Suns versus the Clippers that took 33 real-time minutes. Plus it was as many shots in experience. As many shots as there were reviews. Five shots, five reviews. Insane. <laughs> and so the last, second to last play of the game, or third to last, technically. Yeah. Paul George gets fouled, goes to the free throw line. Clippers are up one right now. Yeah. Paul George, who is an 84% free throw shooter, as we mentioned earlier. This guy doesn't miss. He's good. He's a good player. He's a good shooter. Right. Gets into rhythm. Like, how are you going to stop him? And he right. had some great dunks. He's playing out of his mind right now, despite the hate. He's on the line, and he misses not one, but two. Both of his free throws, Brick City, and the Suns come down. It gets thrown out of bounds, but then it's that incredible alley-oop called the Valley-oop now. Mm, like to DeAndre Aiden, yeah. which I'm sure you've seen with what is it, like 0.9 seconds left, and he just puts it right in, yep. and the Suns win. Insane, insane kind of turn of events that – you kind of knew too when you missed the second one that you were like, yeah, the sun, the Suns are gonna win this one. You kind of felt it because there's there's not there, there. I don't think there's ever been a moment where something that bad has happened where it's not just like almost like a boon for the other team. Like if it goes totally wrong for one team, it has to go somewhat right for the the other team. That that you was know, just yeah. It just has to happen. It's in the atmosphere, and I felt the same way when Joel Embiid missed those two free throws, and then we. We were talking about this off podcast, but like, yeah, if you don't hit your free throws, like that's what comes, it comes down to that. Like you, you lose by a couple of points and you, you end up thinking, man, if I'd only missed, made one of those free throws, right? If you made one of them, you made one of them, OT, right. Then they have game. to go to OT. Right. Yeah. They don't like, or, or they, you're forcing them to make a tough three. Point yes. Nine, that was the other three. thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just difficult, but I think Paul George Considering that he's like basically the him and Reggie Jackson have been the only offensive options on that team, and he's he saved them. What about them. Zubac? Oh my god! What about Zubac? <laughs> with, his, with his with his four centimeter vertical on that on that eight and alley oop. <laughs> what about no? I got to give him credit because he went. He got screened hard by Devin Booker, and he was able to still recover, get his hand almost in the way, and then. Oh, dude, but I, he give, does I give Devin Booker more credit than I give Zubac for trying to fight through it. Cause, that was a good screen. Because if I was if I was Zubac, and I think Mark Jackson called this out on, on the play-by-play. Yeah. 
I would have been in the paint. I would not have followed. Aiden I would not up. have. I would not have followed Aiton, you know, through the screen. Like he basically oh, called that upon himself. I would have been in the paint, waited for Aiton, either made Devin Booker take a tough jumper and have someone rotate, or make Aiton take a tough jumper and have someone like you know what I mean. Like I'd rather him take it away from the hoop, and you knew that Jay Crowder was going to try to throw something towards the hoop. It's only 0.9 seconds. So I would not have followed Aiden around. I give Devin Booker way more credit because to block, to, to just crack block him just a little bit so that he has to, you know, fight through it and get to Aiden. I gave Aiden uh-huh. way more space than he needed because he's just, his his athleticism is, you know, far superior. Than the value. Yeah. The value. Yeah, that, that was an incredible play. So before we head out, I want to talk about the last ghost if you haven't been spooked so far, I mean, props to you. You should probably watch The Conjuring, Sinister, or Hereditary. Those three movies, oh my god. The Conjuring was legitimately scary. Hereditary messed with my mind. I couldn't watch the last third of the movie. I literally had to close my eyes and just listen. <laughs> it was so, so, so scary. And then, what was the other one? Sinister? That one was also... Sinister is a good one. Sinister is a good I one. Was, I was spooked by that. You know, horror movies are not scary to me. The Insidious series. Those oh, are dumb. I, I, you... I kind of like the first one. I mean, oh, I'm sorry to rain in your parade. <laughs> well, okay. like, I like those. I'm like, oh, yeah. no, no, no. So I, I haven't watched. I don't think I've watched the other. I don't know how many there are after there's that. There's like five. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's no way I'm watching Insidious 5. But I watched the first one. I was like, oh, this is, it's not that bad. It's not scary, but it wasn't bad. I don't know. I feel like a lot of I'm sorry to rain in your like parade. That. Now I'm an asshole. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm a like, jerk. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not Roger Ebert. I'm not the the, the greatest movie critic. <laughs> I, I'm like. I'm always like. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's pretty good. It's, it's a. pretty good. <laughs> All right. So the last person who spooked me, who really spooked me, on the Brooklyn Nets, went to seven games with the Milwaukee Bucks, which I did not say. I have a clip of me saying after the first two wins because the uh-huh. Nets looked so good. And again, we didn't know about Kyrie's injury. I was like, the Nets might sweep. And had Kyrie mm-hmm. been healthy, and had James Harden also been healthy, yeah, without a doubt. But it, that injury and yeah. Katie having to put everything on his shoulders was the reason why I went to seven games. And the Bucks, they played well. They played hard. They didn't give up. They gave Katie a hard time. But, I mean, this man still dropped 49 in the game, 48. You yeah. know, it, and they, the last game, if that if he didn't wear a size 18 shoe, that's a three. Yeah. Yeah. And that was great defense, too, on that play. I think it was great was, defense. Was but it, my point, yeah. but to my point, KD did not have a lot of help from his role players besides literally Bruce Brown. Joe Harris in that season, in that series was abysmal. This man who had, again, like I mentioned at the beginning, the highest shooting percentage this season is 48% from downtown, almost 50. That's pretty. That's crazy. One or two chance for that three to go in. I mean, that is a shooter. He was horrendous. In the last game, he went three for 10, and he missed two threes in overtime. One of them was a long <sighs> two, but regardless, these are open shots. Yeah. Open shots that you have been great at knocking down and when your team needs you the most blunk blunk i mean he's really the only other person you can count on for offensive power like any sort of offensive power because you knew harden wasn't right right he he tried and especially especially the last game harden harden played harden played pretty decent like for the last two games like the first game out of the out of you know the injury he wasn't that great and then he started to pick it up a little bit. He was, you know, he was a little more, he's getting to the line and he was, he was doing a little more, but you can't count on him when it, when it matters just 
considering that you injury, couldn't right? just because he wasn't the same. Right, he wasn't so, shooting well. Yeah. So where was where was Joe Harris? Where was Jeff Green? Right. You saw Jeff Green have that amazing game before. Seven and then he in, in game in game six, and then in game seven, he was just walking. I looked at his stats at the third quarter, and it was zero zero zero. Yeah. So I don't. Those are two players that you thought had some highlights throughout the the, the first round and a couple of games afterwards, but towards the end of the series, they were just non-existent and really spook, really some spooky stuff, some some hollowing noises. And it was a harrowing experience. Yeah. I mean, they just disappeared. You know, I look over and I'm like, oh, there's Joe. Huh? Huh? Oh. Look back. He's gone. <laughs> you know, actually, Shrey, I want to start next week. Do you have any ghost stories? Like, have you ever experienced ghosts? Oh, no, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever felt like, like I felt places are creepy, but I haven't yes. felt like, oh, like that door closed behind me. Like, have you felt that way? Have you? Have oh, you I have one. I have one experience. You know, maybe I'm ready. Maybe I'm ready because this experience, one experience used to haunt me for oh. a long time. And it was in my own home. Oh, and no. I think I'm ready. I think finally after years, I'm ready to talk about it. I don't think this is going to be bad juju. Oh, man, I hope gonna... not. If anybody's a ghost expert and you were listening to this before we record the next episode, let me know because I don't want to be, you know, I don't yeah, want to be haunted. Like, I'm going to feel like Barbara Walters. I'm going to have to question you about this ghost story if you're ready. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna find out all about it, and I don't know. Okay, remind me, Shreyas, next week, and that'll be the first thing that I talk about. Yes, it's sir. not long. It's not long, but okay. So we had ghost stories today, but we're gonna have real ghost stories next week. Real <laughs> all right, Shrey, you ready to take it home? Yes, sir. So for my fact of the week, yes, I have, and it's been a while. It's been a while since I had a fact of the fact of the week, but I got a good one, and I found a city in the u.s with the population of um one person what yes there is a city in the united states called manoe nebraska oh and if you look up their population (laughs) um it literally just says one and i think it's this woman and she still has to pay taxes and she and it is it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Like she's the only person there, and she's like the the librarian. She, I think she does a bunch of stuff, but it's it's pretty funny that. Wow. She's Are the there only, buildings in this town? I I'm assuming so. I don't think I've actually seen a picture of it, but from what I saw in an actual article, she kind of does, you know, everything there. She like she's the li- she's a librarian. She. I think it was her and her husband, and then her husband died, unfortunately. Oh, and so nice. now it's just her, but she decided to stay. And because she did, the town still exists on the census, and it's pretty cool. Her name is Wow Elsie Eiler. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now. It's crazy because in 1910, their population was 109. Yeah. 1920, 100, 1930, 123, 1940, 99, 1950, 67, 1960, 40, and then it went down to 16, and then it went down to one. Wow. It's it's pretty crazy. I never I never thought. Yeah, so they have a, like a couple of stuff. It looks like it almost looks like a like a western movie. Some of the pictures that I'm I'm seeing, but one a one person sit a one person town. Pretty, pretty incredible. cool that it's still that something like that exists in the United States. So, thought I would thought I would share for our fact of the week. 
That's a great fact of the week. All right. Well, you have been listening to another episode of Amateur Hour. This is a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with... Trace. And we will see you next time. Peace.